This is Tom Fox. I'm the Compliance Evangelist. I hope you will plan to join me this year at Converge 19. Converge is the great conference put on by Conversant, the sponsor of this podcast, and it's in its fourth year bringing together some of the world's leading companies for two days of dynamic speakers, thought-provoking breakout sessions, and opportunities to connect with like-minded professionals. You will leave the conference with new resources and best practices, allowing you to continue the hard work of driving ethics to the center of your business. In this podcast, we visit with some of the upcoming speakers for Converge 19. In this episode, I visit with Michael Williamson, the Chief Compliance Officer at Pacific Dental. He talks about leveraging your corporate values to improve your ethics and compliance program. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox, back for another episode. And today I have with me Mike Volkoff. Mike is speaking at Converge 19, and he is going uh, to talk about the nuts and bolts of sanction compliance. Uh, Mike, first of all, uh, welcome, and thank you for taking the time to visit with me today. Well, thanks, Tom. Uh, Looking forward to Converge 19. Uh, I think it's going to be another great program. uh, I went to last year's, thought it was terrific, and I'm really excited to attend this year and uh, to uh, present on the uh, sanctions, OFAC sanctions issue. Mike, I know, uh, or at least my perception is uh, many of my listeners know of you as an anti-corruption compliance specialist, but you actually have a much wider remit as shown by your um, topic. So I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about the Volkoff Law Group and the real full panoply of services the Volkoff Law Group offers. Well, I thank, thank you for the commercial. I appreciate it. Volkoff Law Group, it's uh, me and four lawyers, and we provide ethics and compliance program services, including trade compliance. Uh, I think trade compliance uh, is a big area these days, and that's hence the, uh, the session, uh, where we work with people on compliance uh, for OFAC regulations uh, from the Department of Treasury being sanctions. We also work with the Department of Commerce for export administration regulations uh, for licenses for dual-use items. And we even work with the State Department uh, for compliance on ITAR, International Traffic and Arms Regulations, uh, for defense articles. Um, And this is part of a range of services that we offer, um, including anti-corruption, anti-money laundering, anti-trust compliance, which uh, I've done a lot of work in as well. Uh, And so this is, uh, it's just a great area right now. I sort of see trade compliance hopefully merging more with uh, other parts of compliance because I've sort of seen silos of trade compliance activities in companies, and I think that it's all sort of coming together uh, now in this area. So we have pretty comprehensive sanctions programs relating to Iran, Cuba, Russia, Venezuela, and other countries and so that's really where we're focused right now. Mike, I was wondering if you could uh, give a few highlights uh, or at least teasers uh, for the audience of your presentation on the nuts and bolts of sanction compliance. Well, no, thanks, Tom. I agree. Uh, look, this is a, a much bigger issue in terms of enforcement and priorities from the administration. OFAC has been particularly aggressive. Uh, and this year, on May 2nd, 2019, they issued uh, a framework for effective sanctions compliance programs. And the teaser I would say here is that 
this cannot, you can't take this document and just say, oh, well, that's probably just like DOJ's document about the criminal division or about antitrust compliance. Uh, if anything, OFAC has come out in a, and, and mandated uh, certain uh, aspects of a compliance program uh, for sanctions compliance. In one area in particular, uh, they have emphasized is uh, controls and the use of screening uh, programs, which everybody uses as a way to ensure compliance. And there are a lot of detailed requirements about around the screening and your screening technology and the controls that you maintain around that. So that, to me, is a big issue. But there are other mandates that are included, such as now relevant persons who are involved in uh, any aspect of the business uh, embracing or where they may come into contact with sanctions compliance uh, have to be trained every year at least every year. So there's an annual training requirement now that's equivalent to like the New York and California laws with regard to sexual harassment. OFAC has joined the club and says we want people trained every year, at least every year, uh, with regard to uh, this requirement. The other thing I would point out just as a headline, and we're going to talk about more, is uh, OFAC has also made it clear that when screening occurs, it has to get down to the issue, and I get, tend to be repetitive on this, of beneficial ownership, um, that you can't just take an entity, screen it, without knowing who the owners are to making sure you're screening uh, the owners as well. There's lots more because they're, they've broken this uh, guidance down into five areas, management commitment, risk assessment, internal controls, testing and audit and training, and we're going to be going through those areas and then going through some practical screening issues that come up and how you resolve them and what do you do about them uh, and what's the best way to document and protect the organization and do what you can uh, with regard to OFAC, because OFAC is certainly out there monitoring activities and looking for the next case uh, that they can bring. Uh, you mentioned that you had attended last year. I was wondering if you could uh, end with a few thoughts on what you hope to achieve at this year's uh, Converge 19. The agenda looks fantastic. Uh, I uh, looked at that. It has a real mix, I think, of people um, that are talking about a lot of the key issues. Culture, uh, a lot on culture. There's a lot on automation and technology. Um, and then there's some uh, sort of deeper dives into like issues like I'm addressing, like sanctions and other issues like that. So I, um, it's a great event in the sense of there's a lot of sharing of information, which typically occurs at compliance events. Uh, it's a great location in Denver or outside of Denver, uh, and the Conversant always puts on a great program in my mind. And I think the real highlight, though, Tom, and I know you're being, uh, you're, you know, being modest, is that uh, we're going to record an Everything Compliance podcast because uh, the whole team is going to be there uh, in Denver to, uh, as a, I think we did it one other time in Chicago. Uh, years ago, and I'm looking forward to doing that again this time.
Well, Mike, unfortunately, we're near the end of our time, but uh, I'm greatly looking forward to hearing your talk, and I'm particularly looking forward to doing our first live Everything Compliance podcast. So uh, if you're going to be at Converge 19, um, join us. And if you're not, if you haven't signed up yet, uh, I link to registration in the show notes. So thanks a lot. Thanks, Tom. This is Tom Fox. Again, I hope you will join me for Converge 19. It's going to be one of the top compliance and ethics events for the year, from the educational sessions to the breakout sessions to the individual facilitated conversations. I know you will get a lot out of it. I have a few special discount codes for complimentary registrations. If you'll email me at tfox at tfoxlaw, I can give it to you.